The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general on a timer shenanigans. Yeah. Hi, friends. I have 12 minutes until a timer goes off and I have to go take macaroni and cheese out of the oven. There are worst ways to go. I mean, you are probably, in your heart, very sad that you are not at my house eating mac and cheese. That's true. I am very sad. I will not be eating this mac and cheese. It's for a potluck for tomorrow. Well, you didn't have to make it vegan, though. I did. Well, okay. If I wanted to be nice to my vegan coworker, I could have made it vegan. Well, I could have tried to make a vegan mac and cheese. But the whole thing about this Pollock was like make a meal like a dish that's really meaningful to you and your Christmas time history and your family and stuff like that. So I made the mac and cheese recipe that was handed down to from my grandmother to my mother and probably from like my great grandmother before her that like nobody really has a recipe for. Like when my mom taught me to make it, she was like, okay, well first you take some butter and you take some, you know, flour and you make a roux and then you add a bunch of milk and then you stir it until it sounds like this and it plops <gasps> like this and then you we add. Had, that's the name of one of our podcast episodes. <laughs> Yes. You talked about this mac and cheese. Yeah, I think it was in one of our early, early episodes. And then, like, you add the cheese, and then you add cheese until it sounds like this, and then you pour it over, and then you cook it for 45 minutes. But it's all, like, it doesn't have any exact measurements. The whole thing is, like, you just use what you have one more cup of liquid than you do of macaroni, and macaroni, and then, like, you know, it it bakes off and all this kind of, you know, like, whatever. It's, it's, It's deeply hilarious. The way that the way that the Atkinson women do this mac and cheese, but it sounds delicious, which is the important part. It is hands down my favorite thing about any gathering of Atkinsons on any high holiday. Baby, leave her alone, baby. <laughs> Sorry, that was my cat. I'm yelling at my cat. My cat is one of my cats is chasing the other cat. I wondered what the noise was in the background. I was like, you oh. know, I can't edit that out. No, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was that was one cat chasing the other cat around the living room. It's not a very big living room. Everybody's in high spirits tonight, I think. I I feel like I feel like they know that I'm leaving for a week. Yeah, Lainey was sitting up here with me earlier, so. Yeah. Well, speaking of leaving, not necessarily for a week. Do we want to talk about uh the only news in hockey that matters? Yeah, let's talk about Jim Montgomery. So, Marin and I have an excellent track record. I can't wait to find out what happens tomorrow. Right? Marin and I have a very excellent track record of recording a podcast, putting out that podcast, and then the next day, big news breaking. Yep. So we recorded a podcast, put out a podcast on Monday, and then Tuesday, I'm, I, so, okay, here's how everything went down for me. I slept in on Tuesday. Monday night, I forget why, I think I was up too late, or I just got bad sleep, or something. And so I was like, you know what? I have switched gyms, so I don't need to go to the gym after work and before writer's group. Because I'm going to writer's group, and that's in this, that's in Boulder also, I can just stay late at work and go directly from work to writer's group. And therefore I can get to work later and therefore I can sleep in. So I sleep in, I leave for work at about 8.15 and I'm literally about to get on the highway and I'm stopped at a red light and I get a text from Micah McCurdy and it literally just says, what the fuck, Carolyn? (laughs) What did you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been been online since like 4 p.m. yesterday. I don't know. So anyway, I've got 18 people like texting me while I'm on the fucking highway (laughs) trying to get to work about Monty's some extremely abrupt firing. I love that Holy shit. all of our mutual friends don't care about getting any information from me. That's fine. That doesn't hurt my feelings, <laughs> Micah. I mean, if it, if it makes you feel any better, it won't. I'm saying, I was also the, the DM that we are a part of. I was like, 
you know, that was going off, that was popping off while I was on the, the road and all of that. Nothing makes me feel better, Carolyn. I mean, those people are, are our mutual friends. They were very much more talking to you than me. Well, that's Because true. I was driving. Yeah, you were, you were preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, for me, from my perspective... I was at work, <laughs> so, because it's an hour earlier or later here, and um, I was already at work, and it was the middle of the morning, and all of a sudden, like, I was getting DMs and, like, ads on Twitter, and people are just like, you know, Monty's been fired, and I was like, I thought it was a joke at first, and then I remembered yeah. it's not, like, it's not April Fool's Day, <laughs> you know, like, but then, I mean, how and why? To be fucking honest, <laughs> there was, like, I wanted to retweet it, like, quote tweet it again, but at one point, so obviously, beginning of the season, Star sucked. So many Coach on the Hot Seat articles featured Monty. And then, you know, obviously, we got better in November. November happened. We're top 10 in the league, you know, doing very well. And so I think it was... Holly, or, you know, Holly Hall on Twitter, who had, like, quote tweeted a, a Myrtle tweet about coach firings, and she was like, and then what happened? <laughs> and so I kind of wanted to, like, quote tweet that again with be like, Montgomery, hold my beer. <laughs> yep. Yep. Jesus. What's, what's really, truly astonishing to me, frankly, is that there have been no leaks from the Stars org. None. No one knows yeah. what the fuck is happening from the stars side of things. I don't like there's some rumors that there's some rumors I don't trust for sure. I saw that one on Reddit that was like, oh, he was harassing a nice girl. And I was like, if if a nice girl is being harassed, I think they would say I think they would t- say the word sexual harassment. Yeah, that, I feel like in today's NHL, if it was that, it would have been something that was actually talked about. Exactly. Um, so that I don't particularly... And I, I also trust Neil when he says that no one in the actual... Like, it involved no employees. Right. So, and I also trust Neil when he says that there's no criminal action. Mm-hmm. And no police investigation. So, I don't, I'm, I'm just very impressed. <laughs> but I guess, honestly, not a lot of leaks around a lot of the trades they do either. No, they keep a tight ship. They do, they, they run a real tight ship. Oh, yeah, they, I don't, I have no idea what's going on. I've heard, I, like, like. Literally everybody else in existence. I've heard a lot of rumors, and I take all of them with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Fucking nobody knows, you know. <laughs> like, there's no reason to pretend, you know. Uh, I, our friend Steph, had a very excellent thread of the best theories for why Monty got fired. Let me see if I. Can oh God, it yeah. It was so good. She had some gems in there. Jim Montgomery ate the plums that were in the icebox, which Jim White was probably <laughs> saving. I just saw that one. I also just saw Jim Montgomery has to flush his toilet 15 times. Jim Montgomery is actually gritty. <laughs> uh, Jim Montgomery fed Jimmy Hoffa to the Mothman. Jim Montgomery Pizzagate with 10 question marks. <laughs> Uh, Jim Montgomery Jim- did 9-11. <laughs> yes, so good. So good. Uh, Jim Montgomery is an anti-vaxxer and started the 2010 mumps outbreak. Jim Montgomery said European <laughs> players have stronger work ethics than Canadian players. Oh, that's a burn on multiple lever- levels. Oh, man. So... Very, very good. If you want to see the thread, it's at stefo underscore 27. You can probably find it by just um, uh, doing the Twitter search for stefo underscore 27 and then conspiracy theories because that's how she starts the thread. (laughs) It's very, very. It's very. I mean, at this point in time, you don't have to scroll down very far, but 
future listeners, listeners yes. from the future, will need listeners from a year from now after we've gone through the 2020 election. Yeah, will very much need that search function. <laughs> seriously. Oh yeah, seriously. So at this point, it's basically been two weeks, and I have to confess, I have seen zero of Rick Bonus hockey. I have been stressed out of my goddamn mind at work. I've seen exactly one episode of Rick Bonus hockey. Kind of wanted to die. One episode? Uh, Who am I? What am I talking about? (laughs) You have also apparently been very, very tired. (laughs) That is one fucking true statement. So... I mean, as far as we can tell, they seem to be fine. And I've liked a lot of what I've heard Rick Bonus say, but again, I haven't been able to see it in action, just because I am a bad fan and prioritizing other parts of my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that about you. Um, but what did you, you, which game did you get to see? Uh, I got to see the one that I recapped. Uh, hey, let's, let's. Put a pause on that, because I've got 30 seconds on my timer. Let me go check on that. Okie dokie. Just a second. Hello. How's the mac and cheese? It came out a little soupier than um, my mother usually makes. I think I had a little too much liquid on there, but mm-hmm. uh, I took, I obviously took a little forkful, and it's fucking delicious, so. That's the most important part. That is, yeah. They, they can deal with soupy. <sighs> so, you were telling us about the game you recapped. Uh, it was Nashville on the second half of a back-to-back on the road, and I was very shocked that they won, but they won after losing in overtime the night before to the Vegas Golden Knights. I have a girlfriend from high school who apparently, like, I guess she and her husband, like, <clears throat> fucking love Vegas, and, like, they just bought, like, I guess a second, like, a condo there. And, like, her, like, she's all about the Golden Knights now, and, like, she loves Marc-Andre Fleury, and I'm like, this is not what I would have guessed knowing you in high school. (laughs) I mean, more power to those people. Yeah. I don't personally truly understand it, because, you know, I've lived my whole life trying to get out of deserts. It's fair. I mean, I think it's their second home. Like, they live, like, still in Pennsylvania where I went to high school, but then I think they, like, like, she's always there. Like, her instant, like, every month she's been there, like, for the past two years. It's crazy. Like, I, that would, that would tire, that would fucking exhaust me. I could never. No. But, but. I mean, you say that she, they have, like, a house other places, but, like, again, I have spent. My entire life trying to escape the desert. (laughs) And I see absolutely no compelling reason, especially in Vegas, to change that. I think places like Vegas, I say this actually specifically about New York City, but I think Vegas is also up there, are truly, truly what cements evolution for me because the people who grow up in those places are in or 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 like grow up in new york city or enjoy vegas are entirely a different species Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like clearly they are on a different path you, yeah, you're, they're on an entirely different level, and it's not a level I'm really interested in getting to, so, like, I've no, never... No, I'm extremely fine with my current evolutionary status. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, honestly, given the fact that, like, my family has chosen to settle in Texas, I would wish that my evolutionary path would lead me down being a, at least somewhat better adapted to life in the semi-arid desert, and yet I'm not, so. Well, I mean, it'd be generations from now anyway. I mean, that's true, but my family has always lived in the South. Well, I mean, yeah, but now you're, like, nibblings might be better adapted. I mean, one can only hope, because they're stuck here. <laughs> At least for, till they hit 18. <laughs> I mean, they're stuck, well, I mean, I say they're stuck here, but, like... 
number two has the most British accent now. It's hysterical. Aww. I called him on his birthday, which is December 7th. I called him on his birthday to wish him a happy birthday, and he showed me what he got for his birthday, and it was like, I mean, you could have been talking the fucking Oliver Twist in any adaptation of that movie. That is, but he was talking about Legos and not like, please, sir, I want some more porridge. No, but, but like, you should you should make him say it. You should record that as your ringtone. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get him to do it. I mean, like I don't know if he's gonna do it when he's home here. Like you know, because right. I I think I think ninety percent of the reason he does it there is because he's surrounded by it. But mm-hmm. um, well, not ninety percent, one hundred percent of the reason he does it there is because he's surrounded by it. I don't know if he's gonna keep doing it. I don't know. We'll see. He'll probably so. As, I mean, I went from Kansas, which is a very neutral accent, mostly what I still have, to Boston. And this is when I was in grade school. Um, I moved to Boston when I was like six. So there are certain words, specifically ones that like revolve around elementary school, that I still pretty much say with a Boston accent because that's where I learned it. Mm. Like, and it was going back to Kansas when I was in daycare because my dad worked days, you know, that I would get made fun of sometimes for having a Boston accent. And I don't have a Boston accent at all anymore. But yeah, like Trapakeepa, learned to say that one in Boston. We'll never not say Trapakeepa. Nice. <laughs> Just because it's there's a no one uses it outside of elementary school. I don't even know if those are still a thing, but um, just based on the the school section of like any grocery store, I have not seen a trapper keeper in like a million years. Yeah, I know. God, feeling nostalgic. I know, feeling nostalgic. Yeah. I so grew, anyway, I grew up in Texas, and I don't not well. I grew up all over the place, but I spent the majority of my life in Texas at this point. And I don't really hear an accent if I have one. No, I would say you have a pretty flat, well, I mean, not flat, but like neutral. Yeah. Mid-America yeah. kind of accent. I do get asked I if mean, I'm from uh, Mich- Michigan a lot, actually. Well, so that's the other thing is because you and I watch so much hockey and know so many Canadians, there are certain words I will pitch Canadian for, too. Yeah, okay, there was, there was one day at work, I cannot remember what happened, but I turned to somebody and I was like, oh, it's in that drawer, eh? and or something like that, but, like, even worse, and somebody looked at me and she was like, you been watching too much hockey recently? And I was like, maybe <laughs> shut up. How dare, how maybe dare shut you, up. How dare you question me at this moment in time? <laughs> So, how did you feel about the, the performance against Nashville? Um, to bring it back to the thing that we technically talk about. Right. I mean, people are used to us. I I mean, obviously they won, so I felt pretty okay about stuff. Mm-hmm. I really didn't notice a huge difference in the, in the style or, like, the execution of play, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know that... If if bonus is going to be changing anything up, I don't know that he's going to be doing it quickly or like, you know, the entire system is getting thrown out or anything. Right. Um, so, but like, I do think that there have been that there were a lot of positives that Monty brought to the stars. Like yes, like you know, neutral zone play and and you know, carrying the puck in instead of dumping it all the time and like. So I mean, I think that he did a lot of good things, and I'm not saying that he didn't, but I you know. Some of his system has hampered scoring, and that is certainly something that I would hope that Rick Bonus addresses at some point. Mm-hmm. I did like that he said that, as a rule, he wants to keep Ben and Sagan together. Yes, I, I and, do too. And, I mean, we've seen that in practice. Like, those are literally the lines, is like, Ben and Sagan plus. Mm-hmm. And he was he compared it to um, the Sedins in Vancouver. It was like you don't split them up. Like it doesn't matter what the other w- winger is. You don't split up the Sedins. Why would you split up Ben and Sagan? And so I thought that was. I actually really agree with that. I I don't love when they're split up. Um, I think part of the reason that people watch the stars is for Ben the Ben to Sagan connection. And um, that obviously <laughs> the narrative. Someday we'll find it. The Ben Sagan connection. 
The lovers. The dreamers and me. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. All Uh, of us under its spell. We are. That's why we're Stars fans. We know that they're probably magic. Sorry, my voice cracked (laughs) on that key change. My bad. So, obviously, Bonus has an interim tag. I forget who it was that they fired their coach that didn't even get an interim tag, just like straight up was like, nope, you're a new head coach. I think maybe it was Sheldon O'Keefe, but whatever. Do you, we're very, very far out. Do you, in, who if? Ralph Kruger. I was literally about to phrase it so that you couldn't choose Ralph Kruger. <laughs> Too fucking late. Okay, well, other coaching ideas. Uh, We actually do have a reader question about this. Rish asks, or Rish, I don't know if it's a long I or a short I, I apologize. Uh, Have we considered hiring the dog Sagan, assisted by the collective team kids, to coach the team instead? At least they won't be fired for, quote unquote, material acts of unprofessionalism anytime soon. I mean, I'm willing to try dog coaches. Sure, why not? Seems like it could be fun. So other than Ralph Kruger or dogs, do you have any, do you have any thoughts about like, if it's not bonus, who, who is it? I don't. Cause honestly, like other than the three that I don't want, I don't really know who's available. Yeah. I mean, I don't want, obviously don't want Babcock. No. Um, Pete DeBoer just got fired and <laughs> did you see Oh my god, it's probably my favorite tweet for the last two weeks. I'll I'll try and find it again if I if I can. Um, but it was basically a, a letter from Doug Wilson, and it was like, "We fired Pete DeBoer because the team is doing badly, not for any weird sex stuff." I can't believe I even have to write this letter. Oh my god! <laughs> no, the team is just bad. The team is just bad. That's amazing. It's it's so much better than that. Oh my god, it was so it's so fucking funny. I'll try and find it and and but god. <laughs> like I love the fact like the stars cannot fucking avoid a weird ass December controversy. Nope. Nope. They cannot And I love I and this is the thing that has people paying attention to Dallas. Yep. Thanks. Okay, so Bill Peters is also available. That's a no. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't he? Wasn't he fired by the Calgary Flames? Yes, yes, for for racism. Good. Excellent. Yeah, we're still pretty confident the reason that firing took so long is because the lawyers are trying to figure out a way of not pay him the rest of his contract. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so we've got Babcock, Peters, and DeBoer. Of those, DeBoer's the only one I'd potentially potentially go for. Um, I did... Did the Red Wings fire their coach? I don't think so. Uh, I, I am so. looking They're just at... Tanking. I'm looking at a timeline of all of the head coach firings that just happened, and there are a lot of things I actually missed. So oh, like there like, was this there was the stuff about um Akeem Aliu and then mm-hmm. apparently uh former Carolina Hurricane Michael Jordan tweets that Peters kicked him and punched another player in the head during a game. Yeah. I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, I talked I about that. I, I don't I didn't see that. I didn't I don't Oh remember. no, we talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember <laughs> hearing about Michael Jordan. I would have remembered the name Michael Jordan, I feel like. Oh, um, I don't know if I mentioned it by name, but yeah. But then Hurricanes current head coach Rod, Rod Brindamore confirmed Jordan's story. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know. And uh, Ron Francis is kind of in a little bit of hot water, but like apparently the NHL told everybody to back off on him. 
because he's been hired for the Seattle team and they want the Seattle team to get. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. So I didn't know what Mark Crawford was ap- apologizing for when he wrote his apology, but apparently it was Patrick O'Sullivan who tweeted that he was physically abused by his first NHL coach during his time in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. And then who was it that, oh, and also, um, there's a story that was on Spit and Chicklets a while back about Mark, Mark Crawford too, I think. Um, but that, who was it? Brent Sopel. Yes. Yep. He was like, no, it was fine, basically, in his statement. But yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing, the good thing about Crawford is that his apology was pretty genuine. The investigation actually felt thorough. And, well, the apology wasn't only genuine. Like, I really appreciate that it uh, had an outline of things he was going to do to change. You yes. know, and that that was really what made it feel genuine is that he not only was saying so, like he was sorry for the decisions that he'd made, but he was going to work to actively help change hockey culture and like the way that he approached the sport, which you know, it's nice to hear somebody say that. We'll see if it actually happens, but it's nice to hear somebody say that. Well, and and but to that we'll see if it actually happens point, um Dan Carcillo is actually like I heard from several players that this is how he acts now. Okay, good. So there is some kind of confirmation there that that is actually a for realsies. Yes, I was bad. And now I am trying to be better. Apology. Well, which is so nice to hear. Yeah. Of course, the stars couldn't be overshadowed for long because the minute that they fired their head coach, who should be embroiled in his own controversy? Not a controversy at all. Uh, drama, drama, hockey drama. I have no idea what we're talking about. But the one, the only, Taylor Hall. Oh, <laughs> bless his heart and all of his drama. Because basically, uh, the Stars played New Jersey that exact day, beat them, and from there on out, it was Taylor Hall was going to get traded. Rumors. Um, several teams inquiring and, um, Andrew too cool for Cali LA asks, how sad are we to have missed out on Taylor Hall? I kept hearing us be mentioned despite having less than a paycheck's worth of cap space for an office worker. I can't say that I've heard the stars were ever mentioned in the I never heard Taylor st- Hall. I never heard the story. I mean, I mentioned Taylor Hall knowing that it was a pipe dream, but um, yeah, I don't remember ever hearing the stars actually mentioned by anybody serious. I would love to have had Taylor Hall. I don't think you can have too many good players on your team. No. 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 Like, honestly, that's kind of what I like about the stars forward setup as is when we have actually an extremely strong center line. So strong that Dowling, who is doing very well, is no longer on the first team. Like, he's he's benched or, you know, scratched for a couple games. Because we've got uh, Sagan and Hintz and Foxa and Dickinson. And you can kind of, other than Foxa, who te- plays like a very, you know, third line, kind of checking line defensive role. Any of those three can play top six. Mm-hmm. And that you have a top six center as your fourth line center gives you so much flexibility in ice time and matchups and whatever you want to do. Um, so you can't have too many good players. You cannot. It is true. I but, agree. Although I was reminded that Taylor Hall, I mean, okay, it is no secret that I do love Taylor Hall quite a bit. But I was reminded that he also needs to check himself at some point before he wrecks himself. Because this summer he posted a picture of his girlfriend rollerblading and tagged it breeding material. Oh my god. Yes. How old is he now? Um, let's Google that, shall we? Also, you've seen that image of him in the 
Arizona jersey, right? Yeah, that's not actually him though. He that Okay. Yeah, so his face was um superimposed with that lady from the exercise commercial that everybody was so like creeped out by. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I know. I I had the same reaction at first and then I was and then somebody told me I was like, "Oh yeah." Okay, so first of all, first of fucking all, Taylor Hall is 28 years old. Which means that he was born in 1991, which I object to strenuously. 1991 was not 28 years ago. (laughs) Everyone needs to shut the fuck up. That was last decade. Kids born in the 90s are not old enough to drive a car, let alone play in the NHL. I don't disagree. I am disgusted. That also means that he's way too old to be using a hashtag breeding material. Yes, he's way too old to be making those fucking sexist and disgusting jokes. Absolutely. I'm. Um, I mean, I love him, but I'm disappointed by him on the reg, which is really me loving any man. Yeah, that's actually true. That's very true. Hashtag ladies for life. I mean, not that, <laughs> not that ladies don't do their own disappointing shit, but at least it's not as regularly as the dudes. And it's never as gross. It really very real, rarely is as gross. It's true. Ow. Ow. God. All right. Are you okay? I mean, I'll survive. I just yanked an earbud out of my ear. <laughs> it's because uh, I was flapping my arms around because I'm so <laughs> disappointed by men. This is... Once again, men have conspired to hurt us. It's so true. <laughs> Look at what happened. <laughs> well, that's all we have for you. I'm just kidding. Do you have any feeling? I mean, I don't have any other feelings about Taylor Hall in Arizona. I mean, honestly, honestly like the. Taylor Hall will make any team he's on better. Mm-hmm. The the Arizona Coyotes have already stated that he will be playing on a line with Phil Kessel, who I forgot was in Arizona. Yep, that's a real thing. Yeah, and um, those two together will do nothing but be terrifying to play against on the ice and score mm-hmm. lots of goals for them, potentially, yep. if they have that's- a good center. So... Yeah, I mean, I I I predict good things for Arizona, which makes me angry. But you know, they're in the Pacific, so who really cares, honestly? They're in the Pacific now. I want you to shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was rude. That was rude. <laughs> Um, Besides, everybody knows I'm a slut. I don't charge. <laughs> <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little stars. stars. How I wonder what you charts. <laughs> yeah, I decided there is no transition away from that. <laughs> Not from you calling yourself a slut. Nope. <laughs> We're kind of done. <laughs> we might as well just stop the podcast here. We had a good run. <laughs> Go out on a whore note. Um, on a whore note. <laughs> it's like the brown note, but the note the of whores. <laughs> you didn't get that, but that's fine. What? No, that's we're gonna just drop that one there and wait for somebody to call me out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> are coming from and i chose this one um because it is a fabulous url and i am angry i haven't seen it before now it's from astrolutely.com oh wow isn't that so good that's amazing fabulous established in 2000 love it yeah that's really good penny thornton's astrology so she will be giving us our weekly horoscopes. Excellent. Okay, I would like us to start this week with Rick Bonus, our new uh, head coach for the interim, who is an Aquarius. 
He is dunning in the Ooh. age of Aquarius. I don't know if we've had Aquarius in a really long this time. This is the dunning of the age, age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Age okay. of Aquarius. So this... Uh, horoscope ends on this 22nd so sorry only getting you through the weekend rick week ahead for aquarius how kind of the cosmos to send you a pre-christmas gift in the form of venus's arrival in your sign on friday <laughs> for the next four weeks this beautiful planetary influence will be presiding over your affairs particularly those of the heart you may also be inspired to stretch the budget and be a little more self-indulgent, but such behavior invariably lifts spirits and makes the world look a whole lot prettier. Just imagine how much Venus's connection to Uranus will add to the pleasure of principle. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Boop, 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 boop. Just imagine just how much Venus's connection to Uranus will add to the pleasure principle rather depends. That's a sentence. I have never read before. Uh, <laughs> for some, a new romance will spring up unexpectedly. And for others, a relationship already at a breaking point could snap. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I'm not exactly sure how to relate that one to hockey. <laughs> no, I kind of have nothing. Um, oh, well, wait. Hang on. Let me check when the cutoff is. The other person I was going to do is also in January. Oh, no, he's a Capricorn. Okay, so we're going to do Radic Faxa because he scored tonight. Hey, good job. On the ice and in my heart. Venus arrives on Friday. Oh, hey. He is from the Czech Republic, which I knew. My Okay, so my second grade teacher friend up in Michigan, their school does... Um, like Christmas or holiday celebrations around the world. So like each classroom picks a different country and hers, uh -huh. hers chose, or she chose, um, she chose the Czech Republic because of Mary and Hosa really. But why else? She tells me all kinds of weird shit about Christmas in Czech Republic. Did you know that the Czech Republic is apparently one of the least religious countries in the entire world, but they believe that it is the baby Jesus and not Santa Claus that brings presents on Christmas Eve. I think they're not the only country that believes that. That is so wild to me. But, like, I was telling her, it kind of makes sense to me that they're the least religious country that also believes that the baby Jesus is the one that brings presents, because that is a wildly erroneous interpretation of scripture. <laughs> uh, also, that would be a jacked baby. That would be a jacked baby. I'm like, what? how... <laughs> How do you think that this baby accomplishes this? What what kind of equipment do you think this baby has to get your presents into the house? He can't even drive! He can't even drive! Like, if you put him in a sleigh, he couldn't even reach his little hands up to get the, the, the reins! Like, what do you think this baby is doing? I'm just, like, it's wild to me. But then she's telling me all about the Christmas carp. Apparently, what now? This I have never Christmas carp. Okay, hang on. Let me. Uh, I'm just they go out and they get a Christmas carp that they then put in their um their um uh bathtubs. They fill their bathtubs with water and they put the Christmas carp inside of it. And then what? they let they let it live up until they're ready to kill it to start cooking it because you want your carp to be fresh, right? And then they kill it and cook it and eat it. I mean, on one hand, I get it. I like fresh food. Food's better fresh. Don't no no arguments there. But on the other, if you're going to have a live fish swimming around in your bathtub, why are you choosing a carp? It must be clean. Sorry, sorry. So they, it, like, it has to swim in the family bathtub for at least a day before being clean, killed, and prepared. Um, why? What is the significance of the carp? Kids name them. People can't bathe. Uh, Okay. Others admit to actually letting their fish go free, unable to go through with killing with their plans to transform it into dinner. 
Um, it sounds like it's just a uh, a fish that is common in their area. Oh, so the reason they let it swim around in their bathtub for a couple of days is to clean out their uh, digestive tract. Because carp are bottom feeders. Right. That's my point. Like, why would yeah. you have a fucking carp? Because, be- because... But I guess if it's really common. It's a com- it's a common fish. And they, uh, they, that's why they put, that's why they put it in. Once the fish has been killed, it is cleaned and then soaked in milk to dull the smell, lessen the fishy taste, and sweeten the meat. Did see, eating carp is a bad idea, as a rule. It is sliced top to bottom, creating pieces in the shape of horseshoes intended to bring good luck. Legend has it that the carp itself brings the luck to one of the reasons it is said to have become the Christmas meal of choice. Fish has long been a symbol of Christ and Christianity, but we've already said that the Czech Republic is the least religious country in the world. So and they do have a lot of churches. They do still have a lot of churches. Okay, Roderick Foxer. Yes, sorry. Um, Capricorns. The Christmas... Carpercorn. Christmas Carpercorn! <laughs> I'm glad that you liked that one I so did. much. <laughs> I did. That was great. Okay. If it seems you have been going around in circles recently, the sun's arrival in your sign on Sunday should soon find you traveling in the right direction. Nonetheless, there is still the working week in which to be aware you may be operating on false information or held back because someone you need to hear from has gone AWOL. Oh. And this is not the week to try and send a time-sensitive parcel or message in the hopes it will arrive before the 25th. The run-up to Christmas can be a trying time for work-related matters. (laughs) And if you can't set something in cement, at least make sure you have solid evidence to show how hard you tried. Well, no one's ever criticized Foxa for effort. No. But that one... That was interesting. I think we know what's going on there. I think we know. I think we do. Okay. Um, Radulov scored the other one, but I'm pretty sure we did him last week. Possibly. Uh, so let's do somebody we haven't done in a while. Um, who's currently on the scene? <laughs> Hang on just a second. I've gotten lost in, like, the transactions. Justin Dowling is still on the scene, and we haven't done him in a hot minute. He is, but he's been benched for the last couple of games. But yes. I, I know, but he's still here. Is he? He's a Pisces or Gemini? He is neither. He is a Libra. Libra. I knew he was one of those ones we never talk about. Yeah, he's born October 1st. The week ahead for Libra. Last minute decisions are risky. They could lead to great outcomes or they could make life truly difficult because essential details were missed. So, whether you're doing some last minute Christmas shopping and feeling the season's joyous spirit, take another moment before turning thought into action. Uranus and Neptune are both in the frame, and although those those are planets that can take you to the stars in terms of experience, they can also pull that proverbial rug out from under you. For once, that famous Libran indecision could prove to be your best friend. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe he was thinking of having a party on the 31st or something. Don't do it. Don't do it. We might need you, darling, with the way things are going. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's so true. Well, do you want to talk about happy things? Sure. Uh, do you want to go first, or, I'll go, or I can go first? Mm, you go first. Well, my happy thing is rather simple. Cool. Um, obviously, I'm very excited about some time off, being able to be a little bit lazy for the next you know, week or so. Uh, but my big happy thing is, uh, yesterday Trump got impeached. Yeah! <laughs> so that's a thing that happened that I'm very happy about. I mean, just in the House, he still has to pass the Senate, and the Senate is Republican-controlled. But yeah! Well, no, I mean, he got impeached. 
Yes, no matter yeah. what happens in the Senate, he did get impeached. No, I, I get it. I get it. I, I know. know. Yeah. I, I'm, but I think I think I, I'm emphasizing that because it's it's still important. It's still a victory. It is. It's it still proves that there are people who are willing. Granted, all of the Democrats and one Republican on one article, but <laughs> like, good lord. Yeah, that all of the Democrats did it. When there was so much hemming and hawing, and this is going to be political suicide and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Everybody did the right thing. Mm-hmm. At least in the t- the party that is not committed to corruption. God, they're so committed to corruption and being assholes. It's wild. And, and <laughs> this is the product of all the hard work of everybody who voted in the midterms, who campaigned in the midterms, who turned out for the midterms. This is the midterms in action. Yeah. And I don't want people to say, oh, but the Senate sucks, and be discouraged by that. Because even though the Senate sucks, this is the proof of your hard work. Yeah. Like, if this had not happened, if you had not done that work, if you had not voted, if you had not gotten your friends to vote, we wouldn't even have this. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is big. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I, I am extremely happy about that. Yeah, It makes absolutely. me feel better about life. Me too. It makes me happy. I just hope, I hope something comes of it is on thing. I would love if something came of it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess, sort of, um, oh, okay. I mean, I have a lot of little happy things that have been happening. You know, I, like, mm-hmm. Next week is going to be a big happy thing because I'll be off all week. My whole family is going to be in town, and I love all of them. And, you know, it's Christmas. It's going to be great. But um, little happy things that have been happening. Uh, Last night I went out for a game night with some friends um, because D&D got canceled because my dungeon master had a vasectomy. (laughs) And the week before on Wednesday he was like, yeah, I'm just going to have a vasectomy. I'll bring an ice pack. It'll be fine. We'll still have game. Just come by. And so then, like, yesterday at, like, five, he texted us and was like, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why you thought that you were going to be fine, like, an hour after getting your junk sniffed, but okay. <laughs> I, I texted him to check in on him, and it was like, if I had, it, this is my newest DM, and, um... And I was like, if I if you were the other one that I've been playing with for six years, I would have had no problem texting you and saying, hey, how are your balls? But, like, I don't know him well enough. So I texted him and I was just like, so, this might be personal, but how are you feeling? <laughs> and he texted me back and he was like, I am in a lot of pain. And I was like, again, I don't know why you thought it would be fine. I guess he was like, it's an outpatient patient procedure. It'll be f- whatever. It's so, it's so routine. And I was so like, yeah, but there's still like. Out. What? <laughs> so is getting your wisdom teeth I out. know. And I had that and I was on my ass for a whole week. So like, yeah, I don't know what he thought he was going to be doing, but yeah. So that was, that was deeply hilarious. Um, so anyway, we had a, a game night at, um, at a gaming tavern, Emerald Tavern thing. Um. So I played a couple a couple games I'd never played before, which was fun, with a bunch of people that I really, really love, so. Yay. Yeah. Then um, you got a good story out of that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> oh, also, okay. I don't, what have you been watching recently? Because I watched Ghosting, colon, The Spirit of Christmas. And that movie was a fucking romp that made me cry buckets of tears. Okay, so I haven't been watching a lot of of, of, of miss movies yet. Um, I'm planning on doing a shit ton of it this week. Um, and in fact, one of my, you know, I guess precursor happy things to the holidays is my mom and I are doing our Christmas present slash girls weekend this weekend. And um, so she's coming over on Saturday and that's why we're recording this very early. So we're going to go, like, go eat lunch and ha- go to the Monet exhibit that the art museum has. And then we're also going, then our, like, thing is that we're going to get, like, pull out my, like, living room couch and basically be couch potatoes and watch a bunch of terrible TV and order Indian and just eat masses uh-huh. of Indian food 
and watch Turtle awesome. TV together. So when you were tweeting about it and how, saying how much you loved that movie, I was like, on the list for this I minute. mean, I don't know if you've read anything about it yet. I did see the thread, and I did read the threads. So I'm a little bit spoiled for it. Okay, but. yeah, and I, I read that thread, too, and so I was also a little bit spoiled for it. But, like, nothing really prepares you <laughs> for watching it. Because that thread was like, this is bananas, but the movie is like, this is a really heartfelt moment, and you will shut up and listen. And it's just Aww. like, I will. You are correct. I am shutting up and listening. Like, it's crazy. I don't. Anyway, it was... It... It was amazing, and at the end of it, I sat on my couch and cried, and then I tweeted about it, and then the author of the movie, like, tech tweeted at me about it. Aww. Yeah, so she was like, oh, I'm so happy you liked it, and I was like, I mean, like is a strong word, but yeah, I guess, like, (laughs) I didn't say that, I was thinking it, though, but I was just like, yeah, man, like, I mean... She obviously part- doesn't know how easy it is to get you to cry. Oh. I mean, give me a hey, sad... There's a, there's a puppy that has a friend that's a cat. <laughs> that's not, Sometimes no. they hang out together. Stop. You're, embar- <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself. Um, I did... Okay, a tweet made me cry earlier. If you want to hear about that. Um, uh, oh, God. Okay. Hang on, let me find it. Because I tweeted out, I tweeted it out. So uh, the tweet was, in 1977, a father took his four-year-old daughter to Star Wars. In 2019, a daughter will take her 81-year-old father to Star Wars, and they will sit together and eat raisinets just like they did 42 years ago. Hashtag Rise of Skywalker. And I just teared up just reading it again. What is wrong with me? Okay, why don't we do some do our final listener questions? You can you can read this first one because I have to. I'm gonna work the second one. Hang on, let me let me find the. I haven't actually even opened the. God damn it, Marin! I opened it on my phone, but I closed it since then. We're such a professional podcast. This is very much a professional podcast. Okay, Andrew, L.A. Andrew, too cool for Cali L.A. asks. Number one, how many good coaches are there in the NHL? Should the Stars have a coach, or would it be better to let Sagan run everything? Good coach. I So, I kind of feel the same way about coaches as I feel about GMs, in that there's probably one or two actually really good coaches, and then there's a lot of people in the middle, and then a couple really bad coaches. Who do you From think the technicals. Who do you think of the really good coaches? God, that, see, that's the other hard part about coaching is that you can't, it's so difficult to separate actual tactical coaching stuff from player management stuff from the results, which are so random in hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, harder even, I think, than GMs because with GMs, you can be like, well, at least he made this trade, which was fucking stupid. Can we also just say that the Devils got more for Taylor Hall than the Oilers did? Yes. And we just uh, all forgot to throw that one out there earlier, but we can absolutely did, agree did, that did in fact happen. Mm-hmm. Um, as a rental, yep, as a rental, as a okay. rental. Sorry, it's true. No, you're not wrong. There was a guy who was like, Robert had said something to the effect of, "I can't believe the devil." Like before Taylor Hall got traded, uh, I can't believe the Devils are going to get more than the Oilers did. And some guy was arguing, like, "You can't say that until the trade actually happens." <laughs> The trade happened a few hours later. He did not reply. <laughs> of course he didn't. Of fucking course he didn't. Why would he? He's been embarrassed. Um, Go sit in your wrongness and be wrong. Who are good coaches in the NHL? Good, good coaches. I actually think John Cooper is a pretty good coach. I know that's a little... There are some people who will wildly disagree with me and that, like, he has such a good roster that it's hard to be a bad coach. I mean... But... I, he's currently I he's kicking the stars coach. ass. Yeah, I mean, part of that is roster, but also, yeah, I think he's. I think he's probably a pretty good coach. Um, I don't know. I, I, God, I have such a hard time even thinking of names of coaches at this point. I am probably the worst person to ask about. That. <laughs> yeah, you're more into gyms. 
Yeah, because, well, partially because I'm, a lot because I'm more into GMs, but I think because there is a lot of tactical, you have to be able to look at the plays they run and the tactics they run. And I've never been a particularly tactical watcher of uh, of hockey. I know some things. Obviously, I have very strong opinions about the neutral zone. Uh-huh. Um, but there are there are a lot of people who are better at tactics than I am who would who would know who they like from that perspective. Like uh, one person, I think you could you should definitely follow on Twitter if you are interested in coaching and coaching tactics is uh, Ryan Stimson who um, actually wrote a book about coaching um, called From Tape to Space. And he's a really good guy. He's one of the, the co-founders of the RIT Hockey Conference, or technically it's now a sports analytics conference. Rit hat. Uh, yeah. Um, but really good guy, really, really smart, and has knows a ton about tactics um, and really, really interesting thoughts there. So... If you're interested in coaching, follow him as well. But from, I don't know. I honestly couldn't even tell you who is the best coach in the NHL right now. Well, that was a little bit of a boring answer, but I'll allow it. Well, would it be better to let Sagan run everything? Probably not. Yeah, I can't I can't say that is the better answer. Uh, okay, second half of Andrew's question. Are there any listener events before the Winter Classic? We have not planned any. We have not, but we will be there, and um, we would love to high-five anyone who wants to high-five us. Yes. Our plans for the day are very loosey-goosey. I mean, so we're going to be taking the train in. So we can pretty much arrive at any time. Mm -hmm. And our plan so far is to kind of treat it like a festival and be there for most of the day. Mm-hmm. So we would be happy to hit anyone up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, if we have. do decide on anything firm, just look at the Twitter and we'll tweet it a couple times. But as far as we know, or at current, we do not have any firm plans. Yeah. For meetups or anything like that. Right. But we'll probably be there early. And if we're there early at like a single spot, we'll... Let people know so they can come by and say hi, and we can say hi to people, too. Yeah, we would love it. Okay, so Rish actually has a second question more of a comment, but I'm going to make it a question. So a reporter asked the Bruins who had the biggest ass on the team. So now we need someone to ask the stars that. So, Marin. So I said, it's who not really a question. Th- who, that's what I said. It's more of a comment. But my question using said comment is, who do you think has the biggest ass on the team? Show your work. It used to be Kari Lettinen. Ooh, he did have a hockey butt. He had a hockey butt. I think it might now be Hugh Dobin. Just because he's, like, thicker than the rest of them anyway. Just based on... Yeah. Based yeah. on my experience with watching that, man. Fox has a pretty good butt. Jamie Ben has a pretty good butt. He's got a pretty good butt, but then he's got them old chicken legs. He's really... He's not... He's not a stick on the bottom as you'd... He is more top-heavy, yeah. He's more top-heavy. Radulov has a good... I was just going there. Yeah. yeah. He's got Radulov. a good, good bottom half. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hudobin and Radulov right now. I think it is Hugh Dobin. Yeah, I think it is. I think we nailed that. I mean, because that man is always doing squats. Yeah. Always. And also he's a goalie. And also he's a goalie. <laughs> and, like, he's just, I mean, it's hashtag goalie bod. Like, he's he's just a, a thicker dude in general. He's got so. that 2C thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he do. Do he got the booty? He do. He do. And that's all we have for you today. (laughs) Quite frankly, you are welcome. (laughs) Oh, man. We were losing steam a little bit in the beginning there, but I think we brought that one back. (laughs) 
It's been a long week. I have such a long week. I really hope that my bosses never find this because I am going to tell you right now that I literally fell asleep in my desk at work today. Oh, no. It's just been a long fucking week. Yeah. One more day. We can make it through one more day. I can. We can. We can. And I've already decided that I'm stopping for tacos on my way to work tomorrow and there's nothing anybody can do to stop me. Hell yeah. Empowerment. Well, if you want to get empowered alongside us, uh, you can find us on social media. I am at Classlicity. I am at Marinish. And our official Twitter is at Deep Heart Hockey. And if you have any longer question, comments, or other tips on empowerment in the holiday season, you can email us at DeepHeartHockey at gmail.com. If you've watched Ghosting, The Spirit of Christmas... You can feel free to hit me up in my DMs. Because <laughs> we wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody else. You can also find our blog at uh, deepheartthockey.wordpress.com. Bye! Bye! Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! To you! for the 19th hey hey okay let's keep all this great material for the podcast oh my god that was not great material (laughs) jesus christ we've been doing this so long we forgot what great material was